recorded live from the lobby of the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM Channel 141, featuring celebrities, fashion, lifestyle, beauty, and hot topics. I'd like to welcome to the show the one, the only, the fabulous Miss Vivica Fox. There's a good old saying, early bird catches the worm, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And that check. I'm Michael Eric Dyson here. My sidekick, my homeboy, Mr. Darnell Perkins. Hi, handsome. How are you, my love? <laughs> hey, it's Vanessa Williams. Tune in to my dear friend show, Paul Wharton, only on Sirius XM Channel 141. Hi, everybody. It's Jennifer Lewis. Yes, the mother of Black Hollywood. And I want you all to listen to the Paul Warden Show on Sirius XM, Channel 141. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Paul Wharton Show on Sirius XM, Channel 141. I'm Paul Wharton, and we are so thrilled to be coming to you from the full-service radio studio in the Line Hotel in Washington, D.C. And as always, I am joined by my team, my own personal A-team, A as in Alexia, in the booth, holding me down. Hey, girl. Hey, Paul. What's going on with you? I'm feeling real good. How are you? Ooh, a day of service got you right. <laughs> <laughs> and out here in studio, I am joined by a friend that never fails, the extraordinary host with the most, Mr. Darnell Perkins. Hey, oh, Darnell. Hi, Paul, darling. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you. I see you've been busy as a bee. I've been buzzing all around <laughs> trying to keep these lights on. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So this is going to be a very exciting week. It is um, the week of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And so we are just extending that out all week long. Day of service. Darnell, you spend one day a week doing a day of service. Yes, I do with Arnold Place. We go out and we uh, feed the uh, residents in Ward 7 and 8, which are um, wards that pretty much need help. And I also uh, I go to senior living establishments and I give out flowers just to see the smiles on senior faces. So it's just an amazing uh, it's just an amazing thing to just be able to give and see the reactions of the people that are in need. I think that's wonderful. Oh, you, you can always give something. There's always something because giving of your time it's and of your energy and uh, that that's worth even more than money. It really, really, really is. And I, I enjoy it. It really it's it's very rewarding. I enjoy it. I really do. Arnold Place, the um, Tracy Arnold. Shout out to Tracy. It's just it's just an amazing thing to do. But growing up, I mean, of course, being um, uh, a grandson of you, you hear me talk about Grandma Perkins all the time. I mean, she, you know, even on Christmas Day, if you had too many toys, we were down. I met Mitch Schneider. Do you remember the shelter down on 2nd yeah. and D? I met him when I was a kid. Okay. And um, and if you just had too much, um, she will basically make you give 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 some of it away. So I, I think it's just something that's a part of my upbringing. Actually. I love to hear that. Uh, when I had Patti LaBelle on my holiday special, she was talking about being 
her own Santa Claus for her granddaughters. But she was saying that she was teaching them, if you get two toys, give one away. Yes. It's very important to teach that. I think, I think people now in this day and age that we're living in, uh, this entitlement thing is just way, it's just gotten out of hand. Yeah. People just want more and more and more and more. The rich are getting richer. The poor are getting poorer. And it's just, n- it's never enough. So I think if you have the spirit of giving, it just makes things worthwhile. That's so interesting. Um, I'll just, I want to come back to that a little bit later about the entitlement. And because it is really easy to spoil people in our lives. And yes. sometimes when you're not doing it with just money, um, you don't think of yourself as spoiling them, but you look up one day and there is an entitlement, whether it be with your partner yes, um, that expects you to be home at a certain time or expects you to have dinner on the table. Absolutely. Or, you know, whether it be with, in my case, I spent a lot of time with my family and I've been spending a lot of time with my family. And I think there, there's an expectation that kind of forms after a while. It's the I, weekend. I, I believe that. And I also believe there is a such thing as overgiving. I do believe there is a such thing as overgiving, and and um, and you know I'm I'm an overgiver, and and you know and um, and it's it's not good because mm-hmm. what happens that entitlement thing comes in when people just expect, and that's where you have that's where we run into problems when people expect for you to always be the person that's giving yeah i think the sign of a healthy relationship to me is is balance yes is balance and we can all get needy from time to time yes um with other people in our lives like i can get if i'm feeling a certain kind of way you know oh darnell you know like i'll i'm more needy for like a moment literally a moment i think that's what we have in common (laughs) yeah I think that's what we have in common because even as going back to even as being a kid, Mm -hmm. I would be going through it. I'd be boohooing and crying over something really, really crazy. And my dad, God rest his soul, he would basically look at me right slam (laughs) in the face and tell me to snap out of it. Snap out of it. He would would say, snap out of it. Snap out of it. And you would. Because he'd shock it right out of you. I will shake. (laughs) I will give you shake. Basically, basically what he was pretty much saying is, You know, a lot of times when we are crying and we we feel like we're going through something, um, you know, some things may be worse than others. But as a kid, what am I really crying and boohooing about? What is the problem? And even as adults, sometimes we take on things and we are complaining about things that we really should not really be complaining about. When when basically people are losing their homes, like the yeah. the, the fires that's going on in Australia and and all of what's going on around the world, it's like when you really look at it on the scheme of things, it's like, uh. What are you really complaining Shout about? Shout out to Mother Nature for yeah. letting it rain well, yeah. in Australia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it absolutely. And, wow. and so, God, they were rejoicing and running around. And they had the, the Washington Post actually put out a video with some kids running around and some dogs running around. And oh, people just, wow. they're just so happy that it rained. Oh, Thank the wow. Lord. Spe- wait a minute. You're speaking of dogs. This mm-hmm. is totally off the, off the subject. But um, there's an adoption place that we're bringing in dogs from... Uh, from Australia. Really? Here? Yeah, in here in D.C. And they have the cutest dogs. And I was like, oh, my God, I want one. It's probably the, the Humane Rescue Alliance, formerly okay. uh, the, the um, D.C. What is it? The Humane Rescue Alliance is formerly. What was yeah. it before? That's where I adopted my dog. Really? Oscar. Yeah, that's where Wait I should have no, no, no. You know what? I don't think it was Australia. It was Puerto Rico. Okay. It was, Port- it was Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. But they have the cutest 
cutest dogs. You know, we both are dog lovers, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh my god!" But what do you think? Do you think I can get one that will get along? Get along well, with Tank? Well, <laughs> I don't know. But Tank gets a little bored by himself, doesn't he? Because uh, Tank's he, home alone a lot. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't get bored by himself. I think that he he's very territorial. Okay. So I don't know how that how that will work. How is he with other dogs as they walk? Oh, past? I, no, no, no. I don't take him to dog parks now. If that's no. what you're asking. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't no. take him to dog parks because I don't. I, I, I know how he reacts if we're walking and, and we're just passing a neighbor's house with a dog. You yeah. know, he's like standing up real strong, like I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the man in this house and I will eat you alive. So I don't know, yeah. how, I don't know, know how that will work. But I did not know that it rained in Australia. That's beautiful. Yes, it absolutely wow, did. God is so good. I want to ask you something. So I had a little thing that made me go, hmm, you know, things are making up. Yeah, yeah. All right. So as you know, I am chairing this year's gala for City Dance Dream. Yes. Um, and City Dance Dream is a, a training facility. It, it is a, the largest dance conservatory in Washington, D.C. And we have a program called City Dance Dream, which is a tuition-free program for talented district youth living in our most underserved communities. So we do a big gala on May 16th. I'm going to be honoring my friend George Faison, who's the original Broadway choreographer for The Wiz. Awesome. Yes, he won a Tony. He won an Emmy. He's older, fabulous, fun. He just lost his partner, T, of 50 years. Oh. So this would be a very important night for him. His family, he's from D.C. Okay. So his whole family can come. And I've got some other surprises for him and some celebrity friends of his that he he doesn't know is coming. So... As the chair of the gala, I'm reaching out to people for sponsorship. Okay. And I happen to know quite a few people in this town that have a whole bunch of money. And so I made a list of all the people that have an excessive amount of money that have asked me for favors. Okay. Over time. You know, I just, I said, let me just start there. That's a good place to start. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, I'm talking to people, this one woman in particular today that responded to me. So the ask was, I said, I'd like you to consider being on our gala host committee um, and a sponsorship. And what I'm asking in that sponsorship is that you sponsor on the gold level or above. That's $5,000. All right, and that gets you six VIP tickets, six tickets to the event. That's now, not bad. I'm asking, all these people are multi-millionaires, okay? Multi-multi-millionaires, okay. okay? This woman, this one woman in particular, sold her summer home for $18 million. Okay. All right, so she's got an apartment in New York. She lives in D.C. She's got a summer, had a summer house in up in the Hamptons. She sold it for $18 million. This woman asked me last year, she had a young, uh, this is a white woman, she had a young black man that she was mentoring, and he decided that he um, wanted to transition, and mm-hmm. he was transgender, and all of these other things were going on with him. He kind of was all over the place. He didn't really know what, he was just young, okay? okay? When I set to talk to him, I'm like, I don't think you should make any decisions or proclaim anything right now until you just get a little more living under your belt. But she had met this kid when he was very young and kind of helped to groom him up a bit, you know, and always was there for him in okay. a way. So she asked me, she reached out and asked me to help him. He he did great sketches and he drew um, these different designs. So she wanted me to help him get a designer that could make some of his designs. Okay. Okay. So I'm busy. I'm busy. But 
I know if she asked me, this is a kid that probably had some talent. I know that she really wanted me to help make it happen. So I made time. We had lunch. I took the kid under my wing, you know, brought him in. I found this girl to be a designer mentor for him to make his samples. And I set him up. Okay. Took a couple of days of my time. So she's one of the people that I emailed today about these kids that are in underserved communities, 64 kids that we take through the program. And the program is kind of like fame. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to live forever. Forever. (laughs) But I'm very familiar. You're telling the audience. I I was with you last year. Of course. Of course. I'm telling the audience. But anyhow, so... um, she responds, I ask her, you know, I'd love for you to participate in the gala. So she responds and she tells me, oh, you know, I'm fully committed to my son's charity. Um, and also, you know, I had some, I had a knee replacement and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And I get it. And people have that kind of stuff going on in their life. And I respect that. So I go back and I just didn't take no for an answer. And I said, well, actually, I, I hope you feel better and yes. I hope your knees heal. Um, but the same passion that you used when you asked me to help the young man that you mentor is the same passion that has me circling back to you to say that I understand if you can't be an active member of our gala host committee, but I would really like you to consider (laughs) donating this money to help these kids. Okay. You know, and that's kind of where I left it, but I was a little, and this was just earlier today, and I was, to tell you the truth, I was a little taken aback by someone that in, I can't tell other people how to spend their money. No. Absolutely not. No. However, if you, I've never made two cents off of this woman who's doing business with whomever. Okay. All sorts of people, okay? I don't make money off this person, but I helped her out of the kindness of my heart. If I'm talking about, I'm not saying send me $5,000 so I can go on vacation. I'm talking about let's help these kids stay in this program. Yeah, so two things. One um, you said something. You said a couple of things. One, no, you cannot count other people's money. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I mean, people count my little change all the time, and they're like, "Oh, well, you you have this and you do that." No, 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 no. And I'm like thinking to myself, oh, "This is just not a good time. I can't do it. Whatever, whatever, whatever." Two, what I've learned is when you do something for a person, mm-hmm. just do it because you just want to do it. Don't do it ever expecting, knowing that when I'm ready for my favor, that I can go to this person. But I did at the time. I know, but this is what I'm telling you, Paul. You cannot, you cannot, it it, it can't be. Okay, for example, do you remember we had a party? Someone gave me a party. You was at the party. And a few months, a few weeks later, it was their turn. It was their their party. I do. Mm -hmm. And they were upset with me because... um, Evidently, I did something wrong at their party. I don't know what I did wrong at their party, but they brought it back up to me. I gave you a party, and the party was... I did this, I did that. And, and, it, and it made me think about it a little... Think, it made me look at them in a different light, if that okay. makes any sense. Only because when we do things, and I know you, you and this just happened yeah. today. So yeah. that's not the way we think. Right. And that's not the way we should think. Sure. When you do something for a person, do it because you want to. Don't ever. And also, too, the gala is going to be fabulous. 
people are going to donate. And five thousand really is not a lot for the gold for the gold um, level. Uh-huh. Um, so you're going to get that. So don't don't spend too much time thinking about this one person only because I well, know because I it's had new. to make a choice. I, <laughs> I had to make a choice in that moment. I knew I was going to ruffle some feathers, hers. Yeah. And going back. Yeah. But I thought to myself, you know what? I want the kids to have this money. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, well, I really did. You are very persistent. Now, I, I do want know the that kids much to have the me. money. Absolutely. Absolutely. I went for a lunch with this kid. I sat in my office and I've been on the phone with this kid that she wanted me to mentor several times. And I, and I loved doing it. And I never thought about potentially Coming, asking yeah. her for something else. But this is the first year that a gay black man has chaired this gala. Yeah, I want it to be through the roof. Absol- I want it to be over the top of Absolutely. entertainment. I want it to raise the most money it's ever raised in the history of this organization. And to do that, I had to call in a couple of favors. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but you know, you, you, you know, but, but you're but right. You, but you know other rich people. This is true. You do. You know a but lot you're of rich right. people. So you're right. I don't problem. want it to be about tit for tat. No. Um, because I am terrible in an argument with a friend that's tip or tat. Yeah. I did this for you. Yeah. I just don't remember. Yeah. I know I did something. <laughs> now I know that I did something. Absolutely. But I really don't keep good tabs. I really don't. But you shouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you shouldn't. I don't I don't remember. I do stuff for people all the time. I don't remember, you know. No, I I don't. I don't remember. It, but but people do they do that. They 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 always want to bring up something they did for you. And it's just like, oh wow, I didn't know you I didn't know you did that. So it makes you look at a person differently. Um, but on the flip side of that, I do know that you're very persistent in getting what you want and need, which is which is good. That's that's a that's a gift that I really do not have. It once a person kind of tells me no, I just say oh, okay. But you're just like oh no 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 no. That answer will be yes, and that's really how you raise money. You're a good you're a good fundraiser. That's, yeah. that's you know that's a gift. That's how you do People it. People that know how to raise money, and that's why they want you to do it because they know that you know how to raise money. That's in May. That's oh god, it'll be May before you know it. That's what I'm saying. Have you started? And because it is the MLK Day of Service, yeah. I was inspired to sit at my desk. And that's essentially what I did. And you can do service in all sorts of ways. Yes. But I decided today to put the pedal to the metal and the heat to the rich folks. Yeah. And raise some money for the kids at City Dance Stream. But I want to talk a little bit about the MLK Day of Service. So the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday on January 20th, 2020, marked the 25th anniversary of the Day of Service that celebrates the civil rights leader's life and legacy. Observed each year on the third Monday in January as a day on, not a day off, MLK Day is the only federal holiday designated as a national day of service to encourage all Americans to volunteer to improve their communities. The Corporation for National and Community Service has been charged to lead this effort for the last quarter century. So that's essentially, so essentially is what it's saying is this is not a day to get off of your federal job or just because you're off, you get off. Yeah. Um, you're sitting at home catching up on your Netflix. It is a day to be on. Yes. And what does that mean in your life? That could be mean sweeping the, the sidewalk, your portion of the sidewalk down your street. 
not just your portion portion sweep your neighbor's portion. come on it's, neighbor it's a, it's a it's a day of service it's a day of service it's a it's a day of ser- a day of service means to give back or to give to people um besides yourself and your loved ones you, you get you're doing something for a, a complete stranger and that's what that's what a true day of service truly means um and so with that being said what did you do on your oh you were doing your um training yeah. work for for the uh dance uh, yeah studio. i'm trying to get that money i'm trying to raise that money so i'll be in new york this week you know i'm guest co-hosting um good day new york which is very exciting congratulations thank you so much so rosanna scotto and Lori stokes are the two longtime um host of good day new york on fox 5 that's the number one station on Fox in the nation and Rosanna is away on vacation. And so my homegirl Lori and I are going to host the show, which oh, will be wow. fun. That's going to be awesome. Is I that going to be, be live? Great. It'll be live. When is that? Um, that's on um, later this week. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yes. So you let me know. I'll let you know. Right, I'll cool. let you know. Absolutely. Looking so people forward. can just go on uh, fox5ny.com and check it out. Looking forward. You know what? I, I hate to go back to Tell this. I just thought about it. Yeah. So I have someone that I thought so I have someone in my life that I thought we were pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I ever think like this, but I started recently thinking like this. Like I'm giving this person a lot all the time for years. Mm, okay. For years. <clears throat> for example, you and I are very close. And there are times I may sit around my house and I may smell my candle or just think of something that you did very special for yeah. me or I mean just great memories it just you know memories are priceless it's something you can't really buy are. or there or there may be a jacket or something that you may or something in your house you're like oh my god my friend Darnell gave me uh, you know I you know I, I had lots of stemware I still think of stemware that either my father had or someone gave me or, or a piece of crystal that someone I gave me and I out the blue I would just think great thoughts about it but there is a particular couple that I thought I was very close with. Okay. And just recently during the holidays, I realized that they have never, ever given me a gift at all. It's not tick for tack. So I don't know if this is the right way to think about this. Okay, well, wait a minute. You this. just got me. You just got me so, completely together no, for tick for tack. No, but this, but this <laughs> In is the what, name of the children. But this is what so I'm tell saying. Me. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is. It, it goes back to there is a such thing. Have as, they shared? As, have they opened their home to you? Um, I've been to their home. Have they made the meals? Have they put time and energy into it? Or they just, or you were over there just popping bottles? No, 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 no. They, they've invited me over. Not that I particularly want to go over as much as I went. Mm-hmm. Um, but these were, they were, it's just, I just thought about it. They, I, I can't think of anything. These are relatives too. I can't think they always like these were these were people that I thought that I they were people when I was younger because I saw them. I thought they were really these great people. So mm-hmm. I would cry on their shoulders and I would tell them, oh, my God, my tenant didn't pay rent on this, that and blah, 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 blah. I just thought these are the thoughts I just had within the last few and months. And what would they do with that? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to hear that. OK. But these are also people. That are, of means. That, of means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never once did they say to me, I mean, mind you, you know, I'm in my 20s, I'm in my 30s, and I'm like, you know, entrepreneur trying to figure it out. You know, even with, you know, with 
with a great dad and a good support system, you know, I was taught sometimes, like my father said, snap out of it, but sometimes you have to learn to just figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I find myself telling these people a lot of my problems, a lot of what I was going through, and they will always come up with something like, oh, well, like the lady did you mm-hmm. about the knee or her charity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would say something, oh, wow, well, we just had to put a new fence up and that just cost us so much money. And oh, wow, this, that, and blah, 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 blah. They have never once, as long as I can remember, helped me out of any emergency or any situation. Hmm. And I looked at them differently. I looked at them like a shoulders to cry on. I looked at these people like I thought that we were really, 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 really close. But in 2019, that's when I kind of started kind of. So, and you can tell when people feel a certain type of way because they call me now constantly. We're like, how are you? We miss you. And da, 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 da. Normally I would send wonderful gifts for Christmas and send wonderful birthday this or send wonderful, uh, they don't live in the city and send wonderful things. I don't send anymore only because I felt like I was giving too much. Hmm. Is that making any sense to you? Alexa. It makes, it makes total sense. Am I, am I, is that making any sense? Do you hear me? Understand what, do you understand what I'm saying? I understand without a doubt. Okay. What you're saying. And Am I wrong for thinking that way? No, not at all. Alexia, do you have an opinion? <laughs> I get it. It would make me wonder, too. I would feel a type of way. Yeah. Well, I will tell you. Let me say a couple of things on this. Because okay. this is an issue <laughs> that I have been trying to figure out with people for since I've as long as I've had some sense. I mean, you know, at least in the last 10 years, I've had some sense. Okay. Definitely in the last five. Yeah. And in the last one, I'm really on it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm almost, I'll be 50 in June. And mind you, I think I just got some sense, like, in the last year. <laughs> okay. No, really. Yeah, I'm serious. In the, within the last year. Yeah, I get it completely. But this is so interesting because, you know, we talk about friendship a lot on this show. We really do. And, and I feel like it's something that we're all still trying to figure out. Um but it's interesting to me how you can have a group of people or you can just have people, oh, I love you. I love you. Oh, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. One thing goes wrong with you where you're not the person that you were when they met you. And this can also have a flip. This can work on the flip side. Okay. So let me explain what I mean by this. You're not the person. Uh, you, you met them and you were you were rolling. Yes. Okay. And y'all were going out and popping bottles and everybody was cute and and thin and looking great. And everybody got a big house and a fancy car and all that. Then life happens. Yes. Okay. Maybe you divorce. Maybe you lose your job. Maybe you've had a mental breakdown at some point in your life and you needed to step back and you couldn't make the money that you made at one point. Yes. You look around and you see who was still there for you. Now, you might saw some people there for you, but you look around and you see... Who pulls you to the side, lets you off the hook, and says, you know, I know you haven't asked me for this, but I want to bless you with this. Yes. Because you're my brother, and I love you. Yes. Don't even ask me. And you know what? You know I don't really got it like that, but don't even pay me back. If, you, if you're blessed one day and you can give it back to me and you just want to give me something, yes. then give it to me. But... Other than that, don't even worry about it, as long as you're okay. Absolutely. Now, see, the number goes from that 20 and 15, 20, oh, my, my crew's so strong, my tribe is right. Yes. You wish you could be us. All that stuff that people hashtag. Yes. To 
maybe one. Yeah. Maybe two. Maybe. Yeah. People like you to be where you were when they met you. Yeah. Case in point with me. When I moved back from New York City to D.C., I had done some popular things on TV. I did Made on MTV. I did. I was on the Ricky Lake show. So a lot of, you know, that was like pop culture back then. That was the hot thing. Yeah. And I used to do makeovers and teach people how to get dates and all this stuff. I was on there every week. Um, and then I did, um, I did a lot of shows, VH1. I did all these shows in New York. I was popular. So I was the national TV kid, but I'd come back to D.C., to try to create a life for myself. Because I was also as popular as I was. I was a little wild yeah. at the time. And you, you were know? younger. I was young. Yeah. I was wild. I needed to come back and settle down a little bit. But I came back and I met this group of people that were all out in Potomac and Bethesda. And they were wealthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, So most of the women, um, some of them were career women, but mostly they had married well. Yes. Okay. And I became um, the best friend of these women. It's like before Housewives, I was that friend. Okay. So, you know. Absolutely. And over the years, my fame, my level of fame, my little level of fame, and don't get me wrong, I'm talking about where I know who I am. I'm no J-Lo, but I'm Paul in, in this town. Yes. It helped. Yes. So I could get us into things, and then they could pull their fancy black credit cards out and pay for it. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? Absolutely. They liked that dynamic because everybody felt they had value, even though it was slightly dysfunctional. Yes. But at the time, everybody felt they had value. You know, they were like, okay, yeah, he will go up to the front and get us in, or he, Paul's invited. I'm going as a plus one because normally I wouldn't be invited to these things. However, when we get in there, we're going to upgrade the champagne, we're going to upgrade the room, we're going to get a Absolutely. Private table. We're doing all that. Absolutely. So everybody served a purpose. At a certain point, being a grown man, I had to get it together. Yeah. Become a man, um, respect my business, respect my time, and turn what I was doing from a from a fad into a business. Absolutely. So I didn't really need their card anymore. And those things started to change. Yeah. And I found that... Uh, these women were beginning to become resentful towards me. Okay. And then people would say, oh, why'd you fall out with them? And I said, you know, I don't know exactly. I mean, sometimes I knew. Sometimes we would have, like, old stuff left over from the past. And somebody was upset about something that was said. And um, But really, when I really went deep and I really got quiet and thought about it, Darnell, it's because I am not the same person that I was when they met me. And because they were feeling insecure about their position because they married into yes, success. Absolutely. And now they're playing the successful, the wife of the successful man and the, you know, the Stepford whatever wife. Now they're like, well, damn, now he's got, you know, his position of respect and he's making a couple of bucks. Absolutely. So he doesn't need me anymore. Absolutely. Meanwhile, I'm saying, well, I really, I never, did, I didn't think I needed you like that, but I loved you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's so interesting how people can have their friends suffering from something. And boy, did I go through it. I mean, had to couch surf, um, move every couple of years. 
Um, didn't have anybody that believed in me enough to invest in my business to start. I mean, I was, I was selling show ideas that went all the way, but I would sell them for such a little bit of money because at the time people were buying concepts, but I just needed the money just to get by. Absolutely. But nobody believed enough in me and they certainly had it to put that money into me making more money. Absolutely. Didn't I tell you people are something else? Yeah. People are something. And, but but you, you've made so many great points and I'm with you on every level. Um, years and years and years ago, I remember, um, I had a group of friends, and um, nice people have nothing to say about them, but I'm not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not that person anymore. I don't really care. I don't care about what you wear. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, a, I don't, I don't care. I've always had a nice group of friends. One group that I would hang out with were the people that had on all of this expensive stuff, but did I, now I think back on it, did I ever really like like them? Probably not. Um, then I always had this group of friends who were very, they knew how to make money, very nice, always enjoyed their company. We get together sometime, but we didn't hang out. Does that make sense? So we, we mm-hmm. didn't hang out, but there was a group that I hung out with that was very stylish, that was very this, very that. I'm, I, I, I made it a point that I had to clean house. I started cleaning house a couple years ago. Um, and I just, I, you know, I wish everyone well, but, and it's not them, it's me. I just, I, we just, we're just not on the same page. Nothing's wrong. Nothing is bad. I don't bat mouth them or anything. Um, I just want a certain, I just want a certain way of living with who I want to be close with. Yeah. And I, and I don't, and I don't believe, I don't believe relationships should be, I don't believe relationships should be hard. I think relationships, you choose. Friendships you choose, family you cannot yeah. choose. You can choose. You can choose your friends. You know, I'm interested to know, Alexia. You're a little younger than Darnell and I, so we have a different set of circumstances as it relates to finding your tribe, your people. You know, finding who's loyal to you, but also learning how to be a loyal, good friend. What's your experience as a younger black woman uh, with friendship? Wow, that's so interesting. You asked that because 2019 was a time where like I think I've struggled a lot with finding my tribe and finding people who I feel like see me for who I truly am and like you said like who I am the first day you met me I can evolve from that and that's okay right um so yeah no definitely I took last year to kind of really reassess that and think about like the choices that I need to make because I need to feel healthy I need to feel sane um and I need to love myself and so sometimes you have to cut people off And that's just the experience that I had last year, right? Um, And it was really difficult, but I think the benefit of me feeling like I'm empowered and I can make the best choices by me um, and kind of bring in the love that I think I deserve, um, that means a lot more than, you know, having these, like, wishy-washy people around me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. All of of what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. And you know what? Let me say this. I will tell you this. At this point in my life, at my age, I, I have my tribe. Like I, I, I have my, my, my tribe. Mm-hmm. I have a great group of friends. They have proven it to me. They have been great people. Um, I mean, through thick and through thin, I feel very comfortable with them. They feel very comfortable with me. So it may take a minute. Like I said, it took me up until hell, 48, 47 to really know who my true. Yeah 
true blue true friends were and so that's when i when i started cleaning house that's when i started going through the list and you start you know in your head you start thinking to yourself you think to yourself hmm is paul really my friend yeah what makes him my friend what makes him special and then you just start thinking about all of the wonderful things that 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 person and it's not just monetary it's yeah. just when they call you a friend is it, it can be it's a spiritual thing too because like you said earlier a friend or person that really is close to you a friend that or person that really loves you they know that they know when you're going through something even you, you right. don't have to tell them so they, i mean there are times you've called me and you be like okay what are you doing get up you, you, we, i'm taking you out we're going we're going to dinner i'm treating it's so, it, mm-hmm. it's things like that when you know you have a good relationship well, with a person. I, I just love doing that for you because you know why? Because you really appreciate <laughs> no. that stuff. I'd be like, no. come on, let me treat you special. No. <laughs> well, I but 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 that that yeah. that that's wonderful. But see, yeah. but you know what? I do believe in the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. I believe what you put out is what you're going to get back. For so long, you know, people were like, oh, you know, friends go through ups and downs and stuff too. Yeah, people go through ups and downs, but I do believe what you put out. Paul, in 2019, I'm going to tell you something. This is so crazy. I need it. I, you know, I can't afford that beautiful, wonderful car that you're driving. Mm-hmm. And I, I told you, a, a friend of mine was moving to New York. And, uh, and guys, I need a car. And so <laughs> and a friend of mine is moving to New York and can't take his car. Yeah. But he was like, okay, Darnell, you come up with this amount of money. You know, just pay the car off. You could, you could take the car. I right. Yeah. And I was like, wow, how am I going to come up with? And it's really it's below market value. Yeah. And I was like, how am I going to come up with ten thousand dollars? Yeah. Between yeah. now and February. I said, hmm, I know I can come up with ten thousand dollars. I can ask a hundred of my friends for a hundred dollars. <laughs> and mind you, <laughs> this happened on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I started asking. Oh, I, it happened on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, I actually collected the first fifteen hundred dollars. And I just sent it out. I was like, oh, my God, my friend told him exactly what I just told you guys. My friend is moving. He can't take his car. I need a car. I need to pay the car off. It's $10,000. Yeah. So people just thought, my friends. Yes. Just were cash after me. I love it. When I told you, you were just like, are you serious? And I was like, hell, yeah, I'm serious. I don't have $10,000 just sitting in the bank to give someone for a car. No, No. I thought, are you serious? Because I thought it was fabulous that you had that many people that would even give you $100. I've already collected $7,000 of that. Oh, my God. And I I think I probably have a couple in the bank that I can just pay the other part. But But what I'm saying is people that love you, people that adore you, people that appreciate you, it's not in just always telling a person, I love you, I love you, show Show love is an action word. Yeah, Show absolutely. people that you love them. Um, and on, like we said, on the Martin Luther King Day of a day of giving back and a day of giving, mm-hmm. you have to show love. Love is something that you show. It's not about a bunch of talking. Um, oh, this is my friend. This is my best friend. This is my. Oh, I love you so much. I. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you all. How are you proud of me? You've never supported me. What's you know, this? I love you to the moon and back that people are saying. I now. don't know. People, I think people just come up with stuff to say. I. I don't know what that. I love you to the moon and back. I don't know what that means. I've I mean, heard uh, it. Well, if, heard the, it. if you mean it, I think it's fabulous. Yeah, what does it mean? If you mean it, I think it's absolutely fabulous. That means no matter what goes on with you, that means no matter what you're going through, that means no matter how far you need me to come to get you, I'm there. Yeah. And and I just don't see that with the majority of people. So, But one thing I do know for sure on this quest of finding 
um, you know, my people is um, you got to love yourself first. You really do. And people think that's a cliche. Most important. If you don't know who you are and if you don't really take the time to fall in love with yourself before you try to get all these loving fabulous. Yeah. You. You won't even know what that looks like. You won't even know what that feels like. Absolutely. That was my problem. I was friends with people growing up. Mm-hmm. I, that group that I was with, a lot of them just did not love themselves. It was very obvious. They just did not love themselves. And like you said, if you do not love yourself, it makes it very hard. And it's not my responsibility to constantly feed your ego and tell you how great you look and oh it's going to get better oh and and you I don't want those type of friendships I don't need friendships where I'm the psychiatrist or I am the therapist I don't want those type of friendships I do I I I am a listening ear and I do want to be there when my friends need me but like my father would say when I would just complain about any and every little thing you know sometimes you just have to snap out of it snap out of it (laughs) snap out of it yeah that's it (laughs) he would look me right dead in my eyes snap out of it (laughs) Oh my God! I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because actually, as I, you know, you grow up, and you, I have problems like everyone else. I go through situations like everyone else, mm-hmm. and I'm not really good at calling and like, oh my God, I'm having this problem. I need to go. I'm doing going to do this. And da 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 da. In my little head, and I'm not the brightest bulb in the lamp, but in my little head, I always try to figure it out. And it's been working for the last for the last uh, forty nine years. I I've learned to just uh, figure it out. And and uh, and a lot of times when you complain about certain things, I mean, really, do people uh, people complain to people about things that they can't even help you out of the problem that you're complaining about? So all of that share, just sharing and just kind of just uh, jibber jabbering about something you're going through, and a person can't help you. It's really not doing you any good. You got to really take your problems to the Lord and take your problems to people that can help, like your therapist, your psychiatrist, Paul. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you know, I guess at a certain point when we're, when we're really thinking about how we've been wronged or, or what doesn't feel good, that's a really good time to look at yourself. Yeah. And to really be honest with yourself about the kind of friend or just the kind of person you have been. Yeah. I know for me in the last year, I've had a few times where I've had to say out loud to myself and to others, Ooh, I messed that one up. I made the wrong choice there. I really didn't do right. You made the wrong choice. Yeah. Like I made the wrong, like I just didn't, I didn't, um, try hard enough to help where I could have helped. Do you know what I mean? It's just me being honest with myself. There are certain times where I was doing too much, trying to make everything move and work, but somebody that I love was in need, Yeah, and I dropped the ball. I'll look at a text from someone that, um, you know, was... Something is important to them. Okay. But I look back on that timeline, I'm like, ooh, homeboy was going through it. Like, I was in my own head. Yeah. And I look back, you know, you go to send somebody a text. Have you ever done that before? You go to send them a text and and you see something. something something happens and then you end up not sending it? Well, no, you go to send them a text and you look and they've texted you like two months ago, like, I'm on my lowest day. And you're like, oh my God, I never saw this. You know, it's like, yeah, that's really not. Yeah, you're busy and famous. I'm not that busy and famous, darling. (laughs) 
I, I saw the text. You saw the but, text. But a lot you of just times, didn't want to respond. no. But a lot of times, think about it. it you know, things happen. Yeah. Uh, there are times when you may have been going through. Yeah. And I may have been going through at the same time too. So I would not have. I, I was going through my own stuff, and I just could not respond to you at that time. That's why it's really not good to. It's not good to assume. It's not good to live in emotion. Mm-hmm. It's always good to pretty much sleep on it, and then when you get better, go back to that friend and be like, "Look, Paul, I, I did get your text, but at the time it was just not a good time for me either. But yeah. I'm, but I'm out of my situation. Are you good? You can always make things right. You can always make things right. It doesn't have to stay that way. So don't you know? Don't beat yourself up about that. You're right about that. Yeah, I mean, you 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 know, you really are a busy person. I'm not as busy. And there are times I, I see texts all the time. And, you know, let me tell you people something in Radio Land. I have been living such a peaceful life in the last few years. You know, we, I've, I've shared my journey with you. I've learned to live in peace. I don't, I don't take on other people's problems. I, don't, I try to work my situations out. I try to breathe. I try to meditate. And I do these things, and I, I live peacefully. Mm-hmm. So if anyone is calling me with with some type of anything that they're going through, I'm going to, one, look at it. I don't respond right away in a lot of cases. And I, when I do get back with you, I try to get back with an answer or, or something that will be helpful to your situation. Yeah. Without just giving you a whole bunch of BS. Absolutely. And a bunch of BS is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to pray for you. It's going to, no, if you call me, if I call you back or text you back, it's going to be like, well, I looked this up. I researched this. This might be able to help you. Call this number. I think they're giving out this or or whatever. Or if I have a couple of dollars, I'm like, you know what? I don't have the 500, but I can help you with 100 towards Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I do my part. But I, really I don't, do. But, but, without, but without giving you a whole bunch of, because people are tired of and that's what happened to me you you get to that point in your life as you start winging out what's not supposed to be there you you get tired of people and their bs yeah and their bs answers you understand so i'd rather you kind of just come right with come right out with it and tell me no or tell me look paul i know you need to pay this bill i have a hundred dollars i don't have five hundred but this is all I have. You know, you can, I can cash up it to you or if you want it, you know, you're welcome to it. And I hope and pray that everything works out. And the way for you to know if that person's your real friend is because you know and you feel in your heart that you can even tell them what your situation is. Because oh, see, sometimes someone's telling you their situation and you're like, damn, I want to help. But I ain't in a position to do that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, if it's your true friend, you should be able to do that. Well, my friends know that I'm an entrepreneur, and they know that I live on a fixed income. <laughs> a fixed income. Yeah, that's a good. I want to talk about living on a on a fixed oh, income. Oh no, it's fixed, darling. <laughs> I don't. You know, there are times <laughs> there are times when the girls want to buy art, and there there are months when the girls don't want to buy art. Yes. Yeah. So that's just the way it is. I don't. You know, I live very. You know how I live. I live. I still live in the family home. You know, I try to keep my bills very, very at a minimum. So you know, so don't call me asking me for no. Oh, we, oh, we need to. We need help with with jo- Joshua's tuition. We asking everybody for a thousand dollars, sweetie. I'm on a what? <laughs> Fixed income. 
Okay. It's fixed. Well, you know, I recently, I've been talking a lot about my mom turning 70 and, and next month uh, in February, my dad's turning 70. And certainly, you know, um, they're not elderly. I don't consider them elderly yet, but they're getting on up in age. And it's about time that we are talking about um, how they're going to manage their finances in their older years because my dad's not going to want to work as much as he does now and my mom she definitely doesn't want to work but she, <laughs> you know we got to manage what what's left um so i was on capitalone.com under life events and they have a very um a very good feature here called helping your elderly parents and relatives manage their finances and there are a few things you can do to make caring for your elder loved ones easier on you and on their budget. So it goes on to say, caring for an aging parent or relative can feel like a full-time job, a job that can quickly escalate and require a lot of your time and energy. You might even feel unqualified to manage some aspects of an elder family member's life, such as their finances. So it goes on to give you a few steps on how you can take uh, lessen the burden of money management and help them protect their assets for the years to come. And it talks about assess, assess their current situation, which is very important. Goes on to talk about preparing important legal documents, because that's one thing people don't really talk about what's going to happen when you pass. Listen, kids, we're all going. We're all leaving here, right? I'm going to show you a text. Let me tell you something. I talked to Mr. Ferguson just today. Okay. I was like, I need to read. I need to get this will and stuff all in order. You just you just want to make sure everything is in order. So important. I don't care how old you are. It has so nothing to important. do with being older or not. You got to make sure everything is in place. Yeah. They go on to talk about preparing for the medical aspects of elder care, which is a distinct possibility. And also, more elderly people are prone to fraud. So there's a whole section here on protecting them from fraud and an increasingly digital world. So all that's on CapitalOne.com. Go to Life Events. And to find out what's going on in your community, you can go to CapitalOne.com slash local. You were saying? Speaking of elderly abuse, did you watch that Tyler Perry movie? Can we talk about that? Can we talk about A Fall no. From <laughs> Grace? Did you like it? Can we talk about a fall from grace? I, I like Tyler Perry. I admire him. I believe in him. Uh, Tyler Perry Studios, I think, is all that. Now, okay, do you want to, how do you want to get into the movie? Just come right, go right in it, too. Well, did you like it? Did I like it? Did you like, um, did, you, did you think, you know, did you I, like the acting? Did you like the plot? Did you like the, 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 the did it look okay. like a cheap set? I mean, did it, it look. Did, it did look a little. Sometimes when, okay, Tyler Perry recently was, um, went viral for saying that there is no writer's room. He writes all of his scripts on all nine of his shows. And we talked about this on this show. And you were like, uh, no ma'am, no ham, no turkey. You need to get some other writers you up You need in there. some writers. You're not a writer, Tyler Perry. No, no. He's a writer, definitely. But when you're writing nine different scripts and countless characters, plus all of these films, and you're the only one that writes all the dialogue, sometimes... It falls a little. It falls a little flat, 
It falls a little flat. It falls a little flat. I know you're being politically <laughs> correct. I want to work that, with these people. I, I understand. <laughs> I would like to work with them too. But you and, take and, it. And I and I admire Tyler Perry. I love Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. And just if I know if I was Tyler's friend, I will be that person to be like, mm, Tyler, I don't know about this. Um, if you ever watch, I used to watch the have and the have nots in the beginning. You loved it, and then you used to talk about and, it, and then I, it was more like uh, these. It's like the storyline is just, and they they repeat the same word for like forever. It's it's awful. That 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 movie. People kept telling me, "Oh, you need to see the Fall from Grace or whatever." I was just sitting and looking at it, and I was just like, "Oh my God, this is horrible." I don't. I think he should get writers. I think also. You know, I think he should get some type of stage. He has a he has a full production going on over there in that studio. Absolutely, have a wig specialist to make those wigs. Did you see that? Now man's see, wig? now see, this is a problem. The wigs were not good. They were horrible. I, I did not like. First of all, the man's wig was awful. It was awful. Absolutely awful. Do you think that he kind of turned a bit extreme on her? Did you see it, Alexia? I did not. This is all, but this all makes sense. Everything okay. that you're saying, I can it, it all makes sense. Okay, so there was a guy who's supposed to be the romantic, the you know, the the male lead. He's the hot young guy who. Where was her son when all this was going on? That would never happen in a black family. You see the son at the wedding, kind of looking down during all this courtship. Wouldn't the black son pull his mother right up and shake the crap out of her? Yeah, and also too with all of it was just it was just awful. I didn't like it. How did the man take over her house in that way? Um, can you really no. take a mortgage out on somebody's house like that without them being around? I mean, a, and the good, man? a good thief, a good scheme artist can do anything. But I, it was just how it, did he it, get none, up after she it, beat him like that? <laughs> Oh, are we saying too much? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just, it was just not. And then from my understanding, he was just, oh, we, 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 we shot the whole movie in five days. See, that's what I'm saying. That's not, no, you needed more time. You needed to really go back, people. You needed more time. You need, you need more time. Stop trying I to rush I kind of wish that um, the Felicia Rashad character was having an affair with the guy as opposed to it being, oh, a spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I think everyone has probably seen it. Yeah, they've seen it by now. Um, I kind of thought that she should have been his love interest as opposed to the mom. Isn't that something how you can have a a best friend and they're just plotting and scheming against you the whole time? Talking about friends. These are friends of something. Let me tell you something. Friends are something that if you get one. But my, my grandmother used to tell me that all the time. When you get a good friend, a valuable friend, darling, it's like winning a lottery ticket. And guess what? We both have lottery tickets. Yeah, we do. And for our ex friends, darling, they just lost their winning ticket. Yes. Could I, 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 you know, and I'm not saying this in, in any type of way or a bregocious type way. I mean, I'm a good friend to have. You really are. <laughs> so, you know. No, you are. I, I'm a good friend, to, a good have. friend so, to have. So I'm not feeling any kind of way. Darling, it's your, it's your loss. You should have acted better. Exactly. Ex friends. And when you hit that Powerball, they're really going to be mad. It's not even about hitting the Powerball. Because let me tell you something. Yeah. When you give all that you have mm-hmm. and you give your best to people that you love, because I'm that type of person. When I love you, like, I just love you. Like, yeah. I just want to make sure that everything is is done 
to the best of my ability yes. what I can do to make your life better. It's all about making, it's giving back to the people That's that you love. Proven. It's been proven. So it's, it, it does not have to be, I have to be uh, worth $100 million. I'm right. not worth $100 million. But when you come over, darling, you're going to get a really good meal. You're going to drink the best of the best champagne. And darling, and we're going to go to fabulous places on my friend Paul's hookups. That's it. That's it. I mean, what else do you want? <laughs> What more do you want? What, what do you want from me? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> love it. Stop overgiving, darling. Give to give, love people who love you. Give to people who give to you. All That's of the, true. Or, or strangers, kids, and elderly, love your, and love yourself first. And love yourself first, darling. And love yourself. And remember, what is the word I said earlier about the um, the universe? Basically, what goes out comes back. Mm-hmm. It's called the laws of attraction. attraction. What goes out comes back. That's it. That's it. It's that simple. It's just that simple. Cheers. While we're sitting here drinking hot tea, guys. We are I drinking little, our tea. Well, darling, simple. another week down with you was fabulous. I'll be heading out to New York City, but I will miss you. I'll bring you something back. Please, darling. You know, Barney's is going out of business. I think they already went out. Sorry, sweetie. They're gone? We missed the sale. Oh, wow. But be sure to tell your friends about the Paul Wharton Show with the fabulous Darnell Perkins every Friday at 6, Saturday at 5, and Wednesday at 6 on Sirius XM Channel 141 and Full Service Radio. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, bye, bye. guys. Bye-bye, darlings. Celebrity faces, TV shows, and exotic places. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together. Paul is here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul is here pulling it all together.